It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. All across the fantasy universe, welcome in, everybody, to Ask Guru Anything, powered by FantasyPoints.com. What's up, everybody? I'm your boy, Brian Drake, Drake Fantasy on Twitter, hanging with the guru, the publisher of FantasyPoints.com, Mr. John Hansen. John, I, I got a feeling you're not in your normal everyday studio here. Your background's a yeah. little different. What's going on, yeah. my friend? Oh, uh, same old, same old this time of the year, Brian. I'm hearing from people I haven't seen face-to-face in 29 years, uh, people I went to high school with needing fantasy advice. Um, uh, just par for the course. It's just, uh, living the dream, but, uh, I, I am ready to, uh, get this damn season under underway. I, I think we know as about as much as we're going to know. And I also think we're a little in the dark this year. It's going to, I think it's going to be a little, um, chaotic, um, at running back in particular. No question. And we'll hop right into it with the news of the day on Jonathan Taylor Everybody's asking, was he going to get traded? If he doesn't, where do I draft him? Well, he didn't get traded. He's still on the Indianapolis Colts, but he's on the PUP list. So, Guru, he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season right now. How do you talk to people who have drafts this week? And I know I'm one of them. People have been coming to me. Same thing. Guys from your middle school gym class. Hey, I got a draft. You got a cheat sheet. (sighs) What do you do with Jonathan Taylor? Because he's going to miss a month and follow that up. Who do we maybe pick up, if anybody, Evan Hull, Deion Jackson in this indie backfield? What are you doing with JT? Well, you know, I, I will answer that. It depends on who you're drafting against. If it's a room of, you know, competent people or better, forget it. I, I would say that. I mean, because this thing has been, and I've said this, I did say and write that, you know, I thought, there was probably a better than 50, 50 chance that something would happen. It was just my gut instinct on it. And the reason I had that gut instinct is because I felt like this freaking thing has got is weird and it's gotten really bad. So I'm like, it's gotta happen because I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen um, this type of conflict, if you will. Mm -hmm. I, I think we, we are you know, uncharted territory in a lot of ways with the running back position and all that. So, you know, I think Jonathan Taylor, as I've said, is a different dude. You know, he's a very intellectual guy. Could have been a Ivy League guy. Jim Irsay, also a different cat, this dude. Like, he's like a mummy, this guy. He's like a gargoyle, uh, this guy. So we have no idea what this guy's capable of. Like, for all we know, and he had something to do with Andrew Luck calling it a career. I mean, this guy might be a, a career ender, this uh, Jim Irsay. So I'm pretty pissed about that. I, I feel like Jonathan Taylor is one of the best role models in sports. You know, the guy's bringing it, and you're like, you're treating him poorly. I, I think it's uh, pretty mm-hmm. clear right now. So maybe Jonathan Taylor takes a stand here. I mean, if there's any running back in the NFL that I think could do it and might be inclined to do it, it is Jonathan Taylor, which is why I've had this really bad overall vibe all all along. Yeah, it, it's tough with JT. And if you're in a home league this weekend, 
like I said, I don't know. I'm not taking this guy in the first three rounds. You, I mean, you're going to get a not a zero. You're going to draft somebody else, but he's going to plug up your your roster for four weeks. Do you have any interest in Evan Hull or Deion Jackson? No, because Zach Moss, they're saying already is you know has a chance to be available week one. Oh, I have said committee. all along. By the way, I've said all along on Evan Hull that this is the least terrific, sexy guy. But I'm like, you watch. He's going to probably go to a team where the starter gets hurt, then the backup gets hurt, and it's like, oh, we've got to use seventh-rounder Evan Hull at a Northwestern and watch him just compile solid stats. So if let's say there's no Jonathan Taylor, who would I bet for the entirety of the season? Evan Hull. And I've said that, like I said, from the beginning. Do, am I interested? No, because mm -hmm. you can't count on him early. It'll be – Moss and Deion Jackson, I guess. So I think it's an avoid. I mean, I don't think it's a cop out to say, screw it, just avoid it. And it's a buzzkill for Anthony Richardson, of course. No question. Uh, this show is all about you guys out there. You in our Discord over at fantasypoints.com. You're on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy points. You're asking us questions. This is a huge draft weekend. My big home draft, the one I care about the most, John, the alcoholic haze. I am the commissioner. <laughs> It is literally, you have the ACI, the most important draft in America. That comes Man. down on Thursday morning. No, so, tomorrow. Wednesday morning. morning. Wednesday tomorrow morning, morning. Excuse me. Yeah. So as you folks are listening to this in podcast form, John is on the air on Sirius XM making selections in a 14-team league. That's exciting. Looking forward to it. But everyone's got their homely that they care about. And that's what we're here to do is to help answer some of the questions that is on every single person's mind. Let's start out with our guy, Tom. Tom asked, 12-man PPR Keeper League. I kept Jonathan Taylor, okay, Ramondre, and Javante. So he's set at running back. I have the third pick in the first round. So, of course, 36 guys are gone. Everyone's got three keepers. Best available RBs would be Gibbs or Aaron Jones, assuming Bijan goes number one. Uh, and he followed it up with all three uh, QBs are gone. Best available wide receivers, Debo, Ridley, Keenan, Amari uh, Cooper. How would you build your team from this? Mm. Seems like he's already pretty loaded at running back at this time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I mean, I'd have to look at Ridley here um, and, and presume that we're, we're locked in. We're going to be here for a while. They, they brought him in, a um, little bit of a reclamation project going very well. Debo, there, there's a potential out in his contract after this year, which I think is why he's he's the mo momentum is good for him this year. Wasn't good last year, um, but they they've got to do something about Ayuk. Ayuk, uh, they picked up the fifth year option, but I think they might be inclined to pay Ayuk uh, a nice contract post rookie contract. They've already done that with Debo. So there is a chance that Debo mm. uh, gets squeezed out of here. Keenan Allen, of course, is year to year at this point. And then Cooper is going to be off the Browns too. He's going to get be pinched and it'll be Elijah Moore and Cedric Tillman. So it's got to be Ridley. I love Ridley this year. I actually just wrote a column where I talked about guys that I'm shying away from at cost. Debo Samuel was on that list. If you're not going to use him in the same role, uh, that you did uh, yeah. two years ago, running the football, he's not worth yeah. it. And also, his A dot was sliced in half. It went from like eight point four to four point two. So it's just true. What are you gonna do? You gotta find. I still somebody like that him though. I I hear you, but you know, 
that's that's a big part of it for sure. But you know what? I do like Debo being more motivated this year, slimmer, trimmer, all that. That mm-hmm. that does bode well. Our pal Justin on YouTube asks, if you miss out on the top seven or eight quarterbacks, are you better off waiting and doing a combo of, say, Daniel Jones and your boy, Kenny Pickett, Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, et cetera? On the fantasy points projection cheat sheet, which I have in front of me, if you get past eight, nine, that's when you get past Fields and Watson. So now you're in that Daniel Jones, Richardson, Kirky territory. What do you think? You want to you want to double up there if you miss out on the top eight? Well, let's hope that there's no one watching this in the ACI draft, because if you are and you take my guy tomorrow morning, I, I will be pissed. I will block you. I'll mute your ass on Twitter, which I refuse to call the, the new name. But never, I'm, never kidding, but I'm kidding, but not kidding. Uh, the answer is Daniel Dimes. Um, I am really feeling him in a in a. 14 team league, but also in a 12, because, you know, I've noticed this year it's kind of settled in now. Like there is a massive drop off in the overall talent on the board, right around 95, a hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who, who, guess who's going off the board at that point. So while I'm into some other quarterbacks this year, I'm really if, to, to get the most optimal starting lineup, Danny dimes. Um, when, whenever, when everyone, especially if you can get them somehow as the 12th quarterback, maybe you can wait a round or two. If everyone else has their starter, boy, mm-hmm. th- that is a slam dunk ROI. And I saw Sterling Shepard made the team this year. That guy just won't yeah. die. He I think get, get my guy, Kenny Pickett, by the way, in round 14, you're, you're, you're good. If you look at the weapons Kenny Pickett has at his disposal, holy smokes. Not only does he now have two really good running backs, they tried to upgrade the offensive line. They brought Sayamalo in from Philadelphia. I ba- I was banging the table. See, that's what happens here is I was banging the table for, uh, for Mr. Mm. Kenny Pickett because I think his weapons are that good. Where you look at Deontay yeah. Johnson, who just had bad – he had bad uh, luck last year scoring touchdowns. So you know what's going to mm-hmm. happen in home leagues this weekend? Every guy out there is going to go, you know what? He didn't score a touchdown for me last year. Screw Deontay Johnson. I'm not taking him. Just like a year yeah. ago, they remembered Miles Sanders didn't score any touchdowns. They didn't want him, and then Miles Sanders has has a huge year. But the weapons for your boy Pickett are out of control. Out of control. Out of control. And uh, Calvin Austin is definitely part of that. I mean, I've been pumping that kid up uh, from day one. All he did was catch a 67-yard touchdown on his first target in the NFL. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, Patty Fryermuth looking great. Darnell Washington. Uh, our guy Kaplan is telling us some really good things about what he's hearing there. I mean, it's ridiculous. Their line is actually good now with depth. I mean, it is absurd. Let me ask this. We were talking about tight ends here and you mentioned Darnell Washington. There's other guys, Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave. It's kind of the year of the rookie tight end. Do you think this is an outlier season where we finally get some legitimate production from rookie tight ends and you can count on them in a 12-team league? No. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to go no because I want to be right. And uh, if you if I had said no to that question like the last 14 years, I'd be right. So, uh, no, we're, we're probably still screwed. You know, every year, though, I, I am optimistic um, mm-hmm. uh, for, for several players. But – once we get past the top 10, it is a complete 
hodgepodge kind of dark throw. It's already dark throw city after Pat Fryermuth at, at like 10. I mean, yeah, it, it totally is. So it, it's just frustrating. So many of these guys will, will underwhelm, you know, Tyler Higby, Dalton Schultz, Dulcich, Chiggy, uh, Gerald mm-hmm. Everett, the aforementioned Laporta. The I mean, more than half of these guys will underwhelm. But but here's really the problem. It's not that they won't suck. They'll be all right. They just won't move the damn needle, you know, as the production is divvied up among more and more players. Like, you, you have these guys, they, they're good, but you can't rely on them and they're not moving the needle. And, and that's probably going to be the case again here at tight end. Yeah, I like a guy like Luke Musgraves in the preseason, 24% target share from the snaps he had with Jordan Love. And Musgrave ran the second most routes with the starters, only behind Christian Watson. So if you're looking late, maybe you want a second guy this weekend, take a look at my guy, Luke Musgrave. Okay, question here. Justin, don't call him John Hansen. I don't know if he's a long-lost relative or not, maybe one of your sons. 12-team keeper league, half-point PPR, keeper options. Ken Walker in the seventh, Rashad White in the tenth can only keep one. I mean, if there is ever a John Hansen question, Jesus Christ, yeah. it's this one right here. Well, and and and, J- and Justin is one of the ONs, so uh, full disclosure. Uh, I and mean, the ONs, the ENs, we don't get along all that well. I mean, we are kind <laughs> of the same people, so we should, you know, be singing kumbaya. But there, there's some conflict there, some tension. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's close. Ken Walker. More talented, Rashad White, more reliable, Ken Walker, better situation, Rashad White, less competition, Um, Rashad White cheaper though, so I'm going to go White, who's like what, 18% cheaper, so I'm going to go White there. I mean, you know, with Rashad, Brian, I mean, I, I've literally tried with, with, Every ounce of energy I have to suppress Rashad White's ranking because I know it's it, it is out of control. Where it's like way over the market, and yet he just still comes up high. I mean, I know they lost Ryan Jensen. Here's what I'm giving him: uh, rushing, by the way, 14 carries a game for like 54 yards, like 3.6 yards a carry is what I'm giving him. Um, yeah. A touchdown every three weeks. I mean, is that too hard to ask? Yeah. Um, 59 catches. The guy caught 50 as a backup last year. I know we're losing the goat, but. And Baker could suck as he's been sucking, but, uh, you know, Baker's been okay. Hey, maybe Dave Canales is the shit. You know what I mean? Like when he I talked to Rashad, last year, a ton. Yeah, exactly. When I talked to Rashad, I'm telling you, for 20 minutes in June, he was like, he loved Dave Canales. Uh, So, yeah, let's go, Rashad. And if you want a late sleeper, folks, my boy out of Syracuse, Sean Tucker, don't forget about him. Kid was an All-American at Syracuse, ran for 1,000 yards two years in a row on a dog shit team. Uh, Uh, You know what? You want to hear a crazy name that came to me watching his highlights? And People are going to think I've literally lost it, but – there were a couple of plays when Sean Tucker got to the perimeter and got a full head of steam going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
It's kind of like Bo Jackson. <laughs> Whoa. I, I know I know that sounds absurd, but in terms of a big man who could sprint, right? Am I right? Hey, you know what? It's going to be those guys who draft Rashad White, and then if they start splitting this backfield, they're going to be screaming, Sean Tucker must die, like the old uh, 90s movie. But uh, Well, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm not – you can't be worried about, oh, Sean Tucker is getting first-team reps. What, are they going to give Rashad 360 carries? Exactly. That you happens know? so much in the NFL where – Fantasy guys go crazy because they go, this guy's getting some carries here and this guy's sharing here. Like, no crap. That's what the NFL does. Nobody outside of Saquon Barkley, basically, or Derrick Henry, nobody gets every carry. And even yeah, those guys Eckler. get spelled, yeah. you know? So they're going to give people other touches. Yeah. Uh, let me dive into our Fantasy Points Discord. You know, a lot of respect for the folks over there. Love our. Subscribers what's our, what's a promo Points code? I see uh, NTUBJR is looking for a promo code. What, yeah, if you want a promo code at Fantasy Points, how about 23F.5? Joe Dolan couldn't have made that any more difficult for me uh, when I asked, but 23F.5. If you want a promo for FantasyPoints.com. Hey, I'm a subscriber. I was a subscriber before I worked for the site, folks. So I'm not just spitting the company line here. And John knows for a fact. You know, I've been riding with him forever. Go get that uh, cheat sheet this weekend. The top 200, there's tiers. It's broken down by uh, each position. I printed yeah. it out. I use it in a 14-team industry draft in Canton, Ohio. Every other nerd's got their laptop open, looking up everything. Me, nope. Just checking off names on the cheat sheet, baby. That's the way I have uh, done weekend. the calculation, by the way. You have bought me personally like 964 beers. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I, I might have to share one with you here in a few minutes. <laughs> Our buddy Brandon in the Discord asks, John, is the recent news that Arizona turned you off to James Conner? I was planning on drafting Gabe Davis and Conner with my first two picks in a 16-team keeper league, but I might need to pivot from Conner to uh, David Montgomery or Elijah Moore. Uh, so he's got some other keepers here. But the, yeah. the overarching point here, I mean, they're – the vibes and your Mr. Vibes couldn't be any worse in Arizona. I mean, they're rolling a high school team out there in two weeks. I mean, start of the month, I was actually thinking, you know what? Very low key. It's it's actually not bad. You know, Kyler seemed to be in good spirits and things like that. I like Michael Wilson a lot. Uh, Trey McBride, you know, I definitely still like. Even like Clayton Toon. But then I did that podcast here on our YouTube page with Adam Schefter and I'm like, yeah, I think Kyler 150 picks into the draft. Why not? He's like, oh, no, no. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and well, yeah. And then so I'm like, oh, you think the collapse for Caleb basically is in full effect? And he was like, yes, basically. Mm -hmm. Watch the video. It's on our YouTube page. <clears throat> so, yeah, at that point, I'm like, all right, screw it. Um, Adam and I do compare notes a lot. So um I, I have a way of squeezing out good info, not in this case, but other cases uh, from him because, yeah, sometimes real close to the season, he doesn't want to give out his edge. But we do compare notes a lot. So I, I get good tips without getting the tips, if you will. But, yeah, to answer the question, yeah, I, I am not feeling good at all about the Cardinals. Now, um, the player that was mentioned there, not Moore, uh, who the hell was it? He was going to oh, take Montgomery. I, I am. They only have two what? running backs on the roster, mind you, right now. It today was cut down day, depending I on when you're listening to this. I love Gibbs and Monty. Montgomery. That's it. I freaking I can't believe this. 
because uh, I've kind of made fun of him a little bit. But Stonewall, uh, Stonewall Montgomery, you know, uh, a very uh, victorious returning Civil War soldier. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, he it, he won't be Stonewall behind that old line, baby. So, yeah, I, I love Montgomery this year. That's going to be a pick that is made in so many home leagues and guys are like, oh. I mean, right now I got the fantasy pros consensus ADP. He's RB 27 off the board coming off his player 77. Man. Uh, you know, that's, that's a value. Uh, some of the guys, and that's the range Montgomery, Javante, Rashad white. It's a lot of guru guys over here yeah, in that range. Yeah. If you want to draft get some receivers all. early sucks, you can't get them all though. Doesn't it? Well, Maybe you could if you did an auction league, and we have if an you're auction a dumb question. dumb league. We're a bunch of dumb dumbs out there, and we know there's we're loaded with that here in America. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'd love to be in one of those. Oh yeah, give me Sky more in the twelfth. Well, maybe in an auction league you can get those guys. And if you folks have an auction league coming up, we did a kick-ass podcast. It's up on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Myself, Joe Dolan, and my pal Drew Davenport. Breaking down all things auction strategy, tiers, par sheets, you name it. If you got an auction, go look it up on the Fantasy Points YouTube or podcast feed. It's it's really phenomenal. We have great feedback from it. Anthony asks, guys, in an auction draft, considering the rest of the roster is equal, would you rather have Chase and Diggs along with two running backs of Rashad and Connor or a duo of McCaffrey and Chubb with two guys like Godwin and Gabe Davis? So. I mean, this is, there's a lot I going like on here. The second one, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So McCaffrey and Chubb, you can roll with them. Woo, doggy. And, you know, I, I'm in on Gabe again. I love, love, love Godwin, but I generally love Godwin. Remember God Chriswin, you know, that year? It was hell. That was four years ago already, but I love me some Chris Godwin. Yeah. That's, that's going to be another year. That's a guy nobody wants to draft. Bad team, bad quarterback. I mean, can so. Baker just not suck? Is the question. I'm I'm not I, I feel like he won't, but I kind of liked him last year to not suck, and he was ass. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know, man. How about this? We got a guy in a slow draft who's on the clock messaging us. Tick tick tick. Esteban asks, slow draft and I'm on the clock. 10 teamer, half point PPR. We got to find you two more friends here. Make this a 12er. Second round, 18th pick overall. I already drafted Jamar Chase, so wow, that nice deal on him. I hate all my options at this point. Henry, Josh Jacobs, Najee at receiver, Higgins, Waddle, Alave, best available. Who are you taking here? I don't hate Josh Jacobs here necessarily. No, I, I mean, you know, 10-teamer, you're just looking for the highest impact guy, I think. I mean, that's probably not T. Higgins. Might not be Waddle. Um, you already have chase. So you're, you've got a, a one there, obviously. Yeah. I I'd say Henry or Jacobs. Yeah. I might yeah. actually go Henry. Um, simply what because you, what do you think about him this year? I mean, their offensive line is terrible. That is true. That is very true. But I do. I just love Tajay Spears. <laughs> I really do. I and know. I do feel better about Henry because of that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I do worry about the Raiders being a train wreck, but you know, Josh Jacobs, he's a professional. He is still motivated contractually for a, a bigger deal. So yeah, I would go Jacobs. 
So we mentioned early in the show about Jonathan Taylor. Uh, if you missed that, go back and listen. But you know, if, here's another question on JT. Interesting take on it here. And I bet a lot of you are going to have this option this weekend. Thoughts on taking Jonathan Taylor in the third or fourth in a league with the intent of having him as a keeper for next year in that round. Plus, you can stash him on IR for the first four weeks. See, know your rules. That's a big thing with fantasy football and beating yeah. your friend's asses. What do you think about this? Taking JT, maybe knowing you can stash him next year and get him cheap. I'll say this because, again, I've had this weird vibe on this. I've, I've discussed this on the podcast and on the air and whatever. Um, we saw Le'Veon Bell take a year off and get destroyed. Forget that comp because Jonathan Taylor is different. So what I'm trying to say is if there's any running back out there who could maybe take a stand for, for labor uh, and, you know, say, you know what? F you, I'm going to sit out two years. If there's any current running back who could pull that off and ball out at 32 or one, eight years from now, that's Jonathan Taylor. So I would maybe long-term feel good about his prospects of holding value for, you know, six years, five years, you know, maybe, maybe longer. Our buddy Brad's got a question also about JT 12 team PPR trade away Delvin cook and an eighth rounder and receive Jonathan Taylor in a 16th round pick. What? <laughs> Playoffs? Stop uh, watching yeah. this show and go accept that. Yeah, I mean, come on. Dalvin Cook is cooked. He's going to be cooked by season's end. It'll, I think, be fairly evident that he's cooked. Yeah, and if, if you've got other guys out there who you think may get injured or they're often injured, well, our buddy Edwin Porras, who is a legit doctor, mind you, working at FantasyPoints.com, he's got an injury guide. I want you guys to go check it out. It's called the Injury Prone Draft Guide and Playbook. It's a great resource. I'm going to put the link here in the show notes, but if you want to go check it out also, uh, it is Injury Prone Guide dot my shopify.com use code injury pro 25 for 25 percent off this guy's got player <laughs> profiles he's going through players with legit history Very ironical name though uh, which i love yes uh, because he there does was not a, believe that people are injury pro mm. yeah there, there's, but, and i love edwin porus i mean he is an exceptional dude however that does not take away or that does not remove from the realm of truth that there are players who are prone to injury. Could be, could be. It's a semantical issue, but uh, to say injury prone isn't a thing. And then also admit that, yeah, some guys are prone to injury. I mean, I, I mean the fact that some guys that there are players who are who get hurt a lot like that is a fact so some players are prone to injury right How about a Am couple right? guys with with dna that don't get hurt look at the kelsey brothers those two guys have been well, playing in the nfl for they never get hurt knock on wood here as i'm an eagles fan pristine dna they should yeah. you know i i once had chris cooley come on the set 
live at the radio row on the Super Bowl uh, 10, well, 10 years ago. He was out of the league by this point. So I'm like, oh, what are you, what are you doing, man? What are you promoting? He's like, I'm selling my sperm. I'm like, that's a good call. You know what I mean? You played in the NFL. <laughs> man, so, yeah. oh, man. I'm yeah. looking for a side gig right now. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Muggs, if I could, he's a partner. Oh. Jesus Christ. Wow. Talking about tight ends, our boy Jay Roscoe asks, if you draft Waller, who would you draft as a second tight end? Fryermuth, Juwan Johnson, Chiggy. I mean, that's a good call because if you draft Waller, question. you're going to spend a premium pick on him. Probably at this point, top five, six-round pick on Darren Waller in a 12-team draft. Right. Right. You're going to want to back him up because the guy can't stay healthy. You talk about injury prone. Darren Waller should be on the cover of the damn magazine. Yeah. Well, if you do, then you're clearly looking for ballers and you're looking to be aggressive. So the answer is Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson, you can get him late. Yeah, real late. Now, if you want to hold on, maybe get sniped. You might need to go boring and, and get Jake Ferguson. Oh, it's boring. Uh, but but here's the other one. Boring name, here's too. Other, here's the other one. Tyler Conklin. Someone's got to catch guy, the ball from Rodgers. I mean, he needs a little bit of planetary alignment, but it could easily come. Uh, we, were, we were way over his ADP last year, and he crushed that ADP, by the way. Um, would have done a lot better if they had competent quarterback play. I could tell you that. So, yeah, I believe me, you know, I make it a point to be over the ADP of the players who, who really are looking good and that mm. that's it. And, and I, I feel like we are always, you know, 90% of the time, I feel like we are over the ADPs of guys with good momentum. Now it always doesn't work out when the results are in because of injuries, but, like, I mean, I feel like we're usually on the right track with ADPs. And that, there's another guy where, like, we've been way way out in front. Like, his ADP was, like, tight end 46, like, three months ago. Like, and we had him at, like, 32 or whatever. Now he's 26. Yeah. Jake Ferguson moving up on the latest PPR cheat sheet. He's tight end 20. Oh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I've been talking up Ferguson since last year. We were, you know, again. Yeah. I hate when the ADP catches up to us, though. Mm. Well, talking about ADP, my buddy Corey Richmond asks, in a 14-team half PPR, he's drafting fourth, expecting Jefferson Chase CMC off the board. Who do you take it for? Kelsey will be there, obviously. Tyreek, Eckler, for me. Man, I mean, you look at the numbers Tyreek Hill puts up. That guy is just a freaking monster. He's got yeah. wide receiver one in his range of outcomes. No question. And, I mean, I, I really don't want to say anything negative about Eckler because not, not a guy that I've been on as I've explained uh, over the years. I've kind of undersold him more often than not. Um, and that's because he's a freaking outlier and there's nobody else like him. So I'm mean, to this point, I'm like, all right, I, I give up Eckler, my bad dog. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That said, like every time I go through and do it, I don't like the squad when I, when I get him that early. So I'm going to go, I think you could, I don't think you could go wrong with Kelsey or Hill, but I'd probably go Hill be, just, just because I, I am just so into getting that 
tight end sleeper. That's kind of been my specialty over the years. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Kelsey was one of them for a number of years, 10 years ago. But yeah, I, I think I'd go Hill. Question here from our pal Brandon Jack, uh, Brandon Jackson on YouTube. Given Hackett's usage of running backs in Green Bay and then Denver, and he was also here in Syracuse with me for a while, with split backfields, why is Brees Hall a fourth-round pick? I want to believe. So, of course, now Hackett, of course, running the New York Jets, uh, and they've added Delvin Cook, who is back. He's healthy. He had a kid the other day. It's a miraculous thing, John. All these players that we haven't had practicing all yeah. tr- all camp, now that they're we're back. really into, like, game week, hey, they're back. We're ready to oh. play. Who knew? Imagine that. Yeah, I mean, that's, look, certainly a fair point. Um, Hackett, certainly the offense was fine for um, Aaron Jones. I mean, I, I bet you if you go back and you compare Aaron Jones's ADP to his actual output under Hackett, I bet you it was good. So that's one. But I, I guess the answer is simply this. Bet on talent. And look, we got burned last year with Javante because they were idiots. My, my, I actually said at the time I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like there's a chance that their dumb utilization and rotation was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. I said it at the time, uh, cause the injury basically because you're out there pressing like, oh, I got to make the most of every damn touch. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just can't get past the talent thing. Like my mm-hmm. dog Wrigley could coach up Brees Hall and he'd probably still be top 20. You know what I mean? He's that good. So I, I just can't get past the talent. Flying the W little Wrigley over there. How about shout out to our boy, Dan Brown in the chat there. He said, looking good guys. Is. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you. Hashtag brother. score more. Yeah. Exactly. Dan butt dialed me uh, the other day. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll return the favor at some point. It just, it just hammered in a bar somewhere. Uh, I, I love when that happens. And you can just hear people for like 10 minutes. You're like, I'm just going to sit here and listen to this. Maybe they're talking smack about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why anything I say, I'm, I'm like, I don't care if anyone, everyone hears it. Let's just go with that. You know? I love it. I, I am a big wrestling guy. And I listen to like Jim Ross, who, if you guys are wrestling fans, you know, the, the voice of wrestling, Jim Ross, he's at, gotten to a point on his podcast. He has his give a crap meter is definitely busted. He doesn't care about anything. Oh, I feel yeah. like you're you're there with him now. You get oh. to a point where you just go, I don't care. Exactly. I mean, that's the only uh, good thing about getting old, man. You know, I turned 55 years old. I literally, st- I'm the exact same guy as I was in 1998, Randy Moss's rookie year when I turned 30. Like, literally the exact same person. I'm the exact same person from when I was 18 years old, honestly, but haven't changed at all. Um, but you know, at the, at this point, the, the numbers getting up there and all that. So I'm like, okay, guess what? Full DGAF, full DGAF. Do not exactly. care. Call me old. Don't give a shit. What are you going to make fun of me for not dying? Screw you. You know what <laughs> I mean? Full DGAF, baby. It's very liberating. And it opens up passages of your brain that give you insight into things that, you might not have seen because again, you're in full DGAF. Do not give a shit, you know, want to do well, want to do well, but it's all the ancillary concerns. Yeah. Don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I want to do good it. at one thing, my job, that's it. Otherwise, whatever. Don't care. 
in our chat here, Melvin Gordon and Kyle Pitts have been merged together to make Melvin Pitts, who asks us the next <laughs> question. Will you drop Kenny Gainwell or Rashad Penny for Laporta? So he's looking for that upside at tight end, the young tight end mm. in, in uh, Detroit. Yeah, Gainwell, you know, he's going to be that that hurry up two minute back in Philly. Penny, we yeah. don't know, grinder, but Trey Sarman got cut, so that Penny made it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know who else is who's on the waiver wire. Like, who's going to be on the wire going into Week One? You know, that's a good question. You know, like, is it Skank? Is it complete ass? Is it like Parker Hesse? You know what I mean? Like what? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't I mean, Laporta should be like all goes well. Third option in the passing game, but yeah, it's gone pretty well. I mean, I don't know if he's a must have. Uh, I probably, I, I'm probably not inclined to do that based on those other guys that we're having to drop. Here's what you do. Depending on what league you play in, you add Laporta. You're probably not going to start him if he's still sitting on the waiver wire. He plays in that Thursday opener game. You see what he does. If he does nothing, you just drop his ass Thursday after the game and you scoop back up Penny or Gainwell because before the season, maybe a lot of guys aren't working the waiver wire. So see? And know can the you rules. do that, though? I mean, Oh, there's leagues, leagues you like... can. Yahoo, oh, yeah. you can do it for sure. Uh, we've been doing that for years. Don't, they, don't you get C blocked, though, on Yahoo after you drop that spot? Like, you know, like you're screwed for that week? There's a, a move because we almost have had to outlaw it in my Yahoo league where what guys do is they'll go in and they'll pick up a handcuff running back for the Thursday game. He does nothing. Boom. They drop him right after the game. Pick up a guy for the one o'clock Sunday game. Not oh, the four o'clock game. That's uh, bullshit. It happened the whole day. It goes on. People hate it because uh, us losers who are just sitting there with our phone in our hand are just <sighs> adding and dropping. Oh, Sunday night game's Spend going time on. time with your family, people. <laughs> nah. What would you rather do? Hang out with the kids or win your fantasy league? We all know the answer to that. Come on. Let's be honest. You want to win that goddamn league. Love you, kids. All right. Let's see here. Carlos. Uh, Carlos, it looks mean. This looks like a like a rap album cover in his uh, his YouTube thumbnail here. That's good artwork. Guru, I've got Akers and Miles Sanders as my one and two running back spot. Should I be worried in a PPR? He's got Tua, Danny Dimes, Waller. Ooh. He's got some good receivers here. I mean, that's what he did. He took, he went early on Garrett Wilson and Amon Ra, and that's what's going to happen. If you go receiver early and then you decide to take Waller in the top five rounds, your running backs are going to be guys like Akers and Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels it feels like Carlos, who, uh, by the way, like he's just subscribing to the, like, I don't smile in photos thing. You he know, like my ass. I did not start smiling in photos until, like, maybe 2000 because before that when i was like a young punk i'm like yeah i'm smiling that's it so it's what you get uh anyway uh smile is a sign of weakness now um yeah it feels like it feels like carlos did like did he fall asleep for a round did he forget round six a little bit like or, or how big is this league you know is this 14 teamer yeah. i don't know i mean look at the very least you have two bell cows so it's not that bad. It's just they're not – I I'm okay with Akers. I don't really like Miles Sanders. I could be wrong, though. That's the thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I, I just feel like – Two guys on two terrible teams. Maybe if they – if Carlos had, like, a really good 
third. Uh, Godwin could be really good. I mean, maybe there's a DJ. Oh, there it is. Higgins. I didn't even see Higgins. Okay, there it is. Okay, yeah, you're fine. You are almost almost unbalanced, though. A little too loaded a receiver, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might be looking to move DJ Moore off that squad. Right. You exactly. play the hype from the preseason or make a pre-week one trade. Yeah. And see if you can. Yeah, because I think Moore. Justin Fields stinks. Yeah, let me see. Who would I move? If you could move DJ Moore, you know, I'm sure you could get. I don't know. Could you get Joe Mixon? Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of a package like Miles Sanders and DJ Moore for something real nice at that point. I mean, that's a lot, yeah. but go get Tony Pollard. Yeah. Nick Chubb. That'd be great. Yeah. Either way, the music career will be great. If you want to see a bad photo, by the way, I, it, it, this was a painstaking job over the weekend. So my staff bio photo went up at fantasypoints.com over the weekend and I had to get the picture to Joe Dolan and, and Brock and the guys on the back end, right? So I'm taking this selfie myself. Like, I'm in my kitchen, and I'm taking the picture, and I look like Are a Are you schmuck. wearing a dress shirt right now, though? Like a legit dress shirt? Right now? Yeah. In in the show? No, I'm wearing an... Uh, oh, I, it's I, one I, of those. Okay. Yeah, I live in these, like, quarter zip. This is... Uh, oh, I, I got gotcha. this at, at okay. the PGA Championship at Oak Hill. Okay. Um, but the neck pisses me off, and it, like, gets all in my face, but... So my wife saw the photo that I posted. It's on like the articles I write, right? She goes, what is this? Why did you not like let me take the photo of you? You look like an idiot. She's like, you got to redo this photo. So right. if you ever go to Fantasy Points, go to the staff section. Uh, you'll see my terrible photo and you can make fun of me on Twitter at Drake Fantasy. But Okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to check I will be out. redoing that photo. My wife and I have a problem. Uh, we are incapable of looking our best together in a photo. That's it. Like forever. <laughs> like either, either it's one where I look better than usual and she looks like shit or don't tell you know, her it's that hard to do hard to do, uh, or, or vice versa. Yeah. I hear you. I'm going to, I'm going to go check this out though. Oh, my picture's terrible. I look like a dope. I'm like, I'm literally home alone. I comb my hair, put on a polo standing in front of this, like wood wall that i made for the family it's old i mean it looks fine i i don't you know i i can't comment too much <laughs> not great i mean it looks looks fine to me i mean it looks serious there you know? i go i'm very serious if you want to get real serious go read my defensive streamers article up on the site uh, uh newsflash just pick washington week one against the uh arizona cardinals Ryan in the YouTube chat, he wants to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, Hollywood Brown or Zay Flowers. So we got a guy in Arizona here who might not have a quarterback all season. Zay Flowers, boy, he looks good playing in this new look revamped Ravens offense. Yeah, it'd be one of those deals where like Hollywood Brown probably be, you know, outproducing him in week six. And then Zay Flowers will cruise past him in the second half of the season. I mean, I, I I'm going Zay Flowers. I've been a Zay Flowers has been my guy from the beginning um, in this process. So I had him as one, my number one receiver in our pre-draft rankings. And, you know, we'll see. It hasn't played a game yet, but so far so good, right, on Zay Flowers? Yeah, I, I love him. I had a guy ask me today about Rashad Bateman, and it was like his last roster spot. He's like, oh, I, I need some more depth at running back. And I go, listen, when are you? first of all, when are you ever going to play Rashad Bateman, who can't stay healthy? 
And at yeah. best, Rashad Bateman is the fourth option, maybe, I mean, maybe worse on his team. You got OBJ, you got Mark Andrews, you got Zay Flowers. Oh, by the way, there's there's Rashad Bateman. And God forbid Lamar throws it to a running back. So, I mean, I'm not seeing massive upside with Bateman here. I'd rather have Flowers or just anyone else besides Bateman, really. There's a lot of dudes this year where it's like, oh, he could be good if someone gets hurt. So mm-hmm. when when we're analyzing them, we're assuming injury, which we don't want to do that, right? I mean, we can do that to an extent, but it's just like Quentin Johnston. Like, if you're taking him at his ADP, you're basically saying, like, oh, somebody's getting hurt seriously. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It, it, there's a lot of theories that happen in, in fantasy football, and our buddy Kevin has a hypothetical question for us. PPR League flex position. Who would you pick? James Cook or Sky Moore? This is an interesting one. I mean, it certainly depends on my strengths and my team, certainly. You know, like if I was in in dire need, let, let's say let's say I already had three really good wide receivers I was feeling good about. I mean, the real question is you've got three wide receivers you feel really good about. And you've got two running backs you feel really good about. Let's say you've got a quarterback, maybe a tight end, it's around seven, eight, mm-hmm. whatever. And you're like, okay, now do you do you pay up for Sky as that fourth receiver slash flex, or do you go with the the back? That's a tough one. So I would look at it that way, in this way, in that I would say Sky is the upside play, and Cook's probably safer money in the bank because he's he's got the role you know what i mean and that's a lot of it it would running backs you might go sky though because if it all clicks you know and cadaverous tony remains in the body bag if you will then sky could be the upside play if you guys don't want to be in a body bag with your league mates come this weekend in a body bag forget about it so sorry yeah, get yourself a draft board. I know some of you out there still have a draft coming up and you haven't bought the damn draft board yet. Our pals at fjfantasy.com have you covered. I bought my draft board for my home league from these guys. It literally showed up like two days later. If you go to my Twitter feed, I got a, a link. It'll show you the stickers. The stickers are huge. They got paper, uh, you know, uh, ones you can just tape to the wall. I bought this cardboard monstrosity so guys can see it all the way across this uh, adult establishment we're doing the draft at. Go over there to fjfantasy.com. The code is FANTASYPTS10. That's going to save you 10% off your order. Again, fjfantasy.com, FANTASYPTS10. Get your ass over there. Get a draft board and uh, make your league mates happy. It's really cool. I bought one myself. All right, let's keep rolling with the questions here while we got the guru at the the beach home, the palatial estate here. Jason Shulk Mm -hmm. asks, What's your feeling about Jaden Reed long term? Worth holding in a dynasty or worth trying to move? Man, he's already moving oh, no, the guy before he's played a game. Oh no, I've been high on Jaden Reed from day one. I mean, he was one of my favorite guys. I think I ranked him higher than I think everyone else. I think I did a video on Jaden Reed pre-draft. No, I love that kid watching me at the senior bowl. He actually just started lining up in the slot in Mobile at the senior bowl practices, did very, very well quick twitch guy got open like oh yeah he's totally my type of a guy so i i'm very high on him um i i like it i, I like all the green bay receivers i like how they all fit together 
Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot wait. I think I'm most interested in Pittsburgh and Green Bay this year for these ascending offenses with young quarterbacks. Man, we have so many great questions in here. I'm trying to scroll through to get to you folks. Uh, our buddy Dalton asked, Dobbins is $5 in an ESPN auction despite being on top of the depth chart and a good offense. What's the situation? I'm not sure if he's wondering why he got him for $5 or what's the situation with J.K. Dobbins, but, I mean, it appears he's back and healthy and done with the the holdout and he's going to start. Yeah, I mean, the situation is J.K. Dobbins is practicing atop the depth chart from – you know, for all intents and purposes, in the final year of his rookie deal in an offense that we expect to improve, ascend, with no one else added of note, uh, they did keep Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina over Mel Gordon. He's gone. Justice Hill is merely a changeup. So, shh. J.K. is looking good. Real, qu- hmm. real low-key right now. He's just not getting a lot of love, but... It's a long season. I mean, Brian, would you be surprised at all if by Halloween, freaking JK's balling and gunning for a new contract? It wouldn't surprise me because what this team's going to do now also, if they're playing a ton of 11 and they're spreading the field before you never had to spread the field on the Ravens. Now you got to defend them vertically. You got to defend them horizontally. It's only going to open up more lanes for JK Dobbins. Uh, and down the seam for Mark Andrews, because now you actually have weapons on the outside and Beckham, Flowers, you know, the aforementioned Bateman, who can, you know, challenge a defense. So it should open sure. things up. So, yeah, J.K. could have a really good year. I, I love this guy, guy's Charlie name. Kohler. Charlie Kohler balling as well, man. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're, things are looking up here. I just hope that the knee holds up for uh, – for Mr. Lamar, I talked to a, a friend of mine who is in the medical field and told me he did, Lamar doesn't take too well to uh, surgery. And uh, oh yeah, I'm not drafting Lamar. He's not on my list. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the rest of the staff like him where we have him priced at the market. Uh, he's not on my list. Scan my picks and video transfer services. Yes, that's his real name. Asks. I love it. It's probably the guy's like business, but he's such a degenerate that he's like. All right, guys, I got to get in here. I'm closing the shop. But here's my question. Let's Drafting... talk about these picks. Let's talk about these picks. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, you got any good good stuff to throw our way? Let us know. Slide the DMs. Let's take a look. <laughs> He's drafting fifth in a 10-man, two-quarterback league. So that's mm. the important part here. Two-QB league. Would you go QB early or best wide receiver running back available? So likely – CMC or Jefferson, one of these guys is going to be available because you know how it goes, John. Everyone just takes a quarterback in the first. So I hate two QB leagues, to be honest. It kind of just makes it, hey, everyone just draft a quarterback in the first round, and then we'll start the draft. Now, I'll ask you, let's say you're in this spot. It's a 10-team league. You're in the five hole, four picks off the board, and only one of them is a quarterback. Are you like, okay, maybe I don't go quarterback in round one there. I'm in a 10 team league. I mean, you're still, you could come back in the second round and get really good quarterback. Yeah, you're right. If I can get the best player on the board. I will say this though. What if you get hosed? Because I say, do it. I thought about it. Do it. I say, just get the quarterback because you know, in a 10 team league, like you better have a needle moving QB one, right? I see. I see what you were saying before too. If, 
let's say people take uh position players beforehand and then it's like oh man i got a chance to take you know hertz or allen or mahomes or one of these guys at worst i mean let, let's see here you're, you're picking fifth the worst player at quarterback that's going to fall to you is like justin herbert or joe burrow or lamar jackson so right. you're going to have your chance at one of those guys so so if you pass fine. on the quarterback there in theory I mean, there's a chance you don't even get freaking Daniel Jones in round two. In theory, right? Yeah, it could happen. Could I mean, happen. Absolutely Let us know. could happen. So. Send us the results uh, and some fun photos. Uh, we'll, we'll appreciate so it. So the answer so is when in doubt and you just don't know in a two quarterback, just, just get the quarterback. Yeah, there you go. All right. Our buddy Kendall asks, in a 10-team home league, should I reach on Mark Andrews at the 303 instead of getting some of the various running backs and wide receivers going in that range? That's a great question. I thought all offseason that I would be into Mandrews at a dip in price because I thought last year he was too expensive and he was not on my list. But, you know, there are some – instances where i'm sure it's the optimal pick you know in this spot is is right around there i've gone through it a, a bunch of times i i will tell you uh i i don't like it i i would go with a wide receiver there um i'm not sure who you got in round one though or two uh, but i would rather come out of round three with two good wide outs and one running back than Mandrews. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. I mean, I think this year you could just wait, get the other players, just draft Darren Waller. I think it, yeah, exactly. it'll be this year. Because, boy, I mean, Mandrews has got to lose something here in terms of the target share. Yeah. You know? You'd think. I mean, they've got Zay Flowers he's been a pick on. Odell Beckham they're paying, you know, what, $15 million for. So uh, yeah. there's, there's a lot going on here. All right, we'll wrap it up. We got a few more here, a few minutes with the guru. He's got the big ACI draft coming up. That's always just pure hell because everybody in the draft. I think I think we lost you again. Like maybe a. I might have to pull the Tom Brawley and go get a new computer here, Guru. No, there you go. Now you're back. I know. I don't know what it's the like, hell's it's going like on. It's like it hit something. It's like it hit something. I'm thinking of moving my my current setup here. I'm in my bar man cave in the basement. Anybody who's seen any of my shows, and I'm thinking of taking over the old kids' playroom and turning it into a, just a mm. full on office slash podcast center. That might be right. uh, the best thing for me to do because then I can just go crazy all day long in there. But either way, uh, either let way. me see if I can find one last thing for you. Da, 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 da. Hmm. All right. Our buddy Jay Money. Look at Jay Money's photo there. This guy's killing it out there. Drafting fifth <laughs> in a 10 team 2QB league. A lot of 2QB leagues out there. He asked the same sort of thing. Would you go QB early or running back receiver, whoever's available, Barkley, Henry Mahomes, kind of the same thing. So uh, we kind of answered that question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume it's a startup, right? I mean, 
So certainly check out what, what happens with the first four picks. But unless you get zero quarterbacks off the board, the first four, I got I got to go safe there and just just don't overthink it. Get Burrow or Herbert. Let's see. All right, I found a question here, buddy. Casey Blankenship. Casey asks: Twelve team PPR keeper for this year only. Six pick in the draft. JJ, uh, he took JJ in the first, Kelsey in the second, Brees in the fifth, or Ken Walker in the tenth. So we can only keep one of those guys. Which guy are you going to keep? I mean, at the sixth overall, yeah, essentially you could get Justin Jefferson for the sixth overall pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Boy. <sighs> Man, you know, I mean, do you, do you even consider Kelsey? Because Kelsey, you could argue, is the best value who's healthy. Mm-hmm. But he's also 34. You know, then again, you're only keeping one, right? And you're going to get, so you can keep Kelsey in the second, which is awesome, but there's going to be 11 other keepers kept in this league. So, I mean, someone else is going to draft. You're going to have the sixth overall pick. You're going to throw Justin Jefferson back. Someone's obviously going to draft him. So it depends, you know, out of, of the 11 players kept, you know, are you really getting that much value in the first round? Are you getting a first round talent really? What do you, well? What do you What do you propose then? I'm I'm saying you're going to get Justin Jefferson if his pick is sixth overall. You can keep Justin Jefferson in the first round. I mean, he's going number one in most every draft in America. I would just keep him. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing that gives you pause is you know Kelsey's ADP is like three picks after Jefferson, and he costs only a second rounder. And then in you know it just depends. Move. We don't know who you're going to get there in the first round, but. It's Kelsey and right. anybody, so it's it's not that. What about let's say it's Bijan, Bijan. Oof. How you early Bijan would you draft Bijan this year? Huh? How early are you drafting Bijan this year? Half point PPR league. Nine, ten. Yeah, that's about it. I ask is the guy with the ninth pick in his home league draft on Saturday, but just uh, you know. Well, I've got the tenth pick in the ACI <laughs> tomorrow morning, so I mean, he could. Who do you think's me. gonna fall to you? I. I have no idea, man. I'm sure I'll get screwed, pinched in some way, shape, or form. But uh, I feel like uh, I should get Steph Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to get one of those. Nobody wants to draft Amon Ra, and all he's going to do is put up, like, you know, top five numbers all season long. I hope he puts on a freaking show opening night against Kansas City, and everyone's like, oh, I got him in the second round. You fools didn't want to draft him. but. Oh, he'll probably catch nine in that game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a shootout. I can't wait. And then you go and you trade him for <laughs> Justin <laughs> Jefferson five minutes later and everybody watches it. Oh, man. Right. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed our, our preseason look at uh, picking the guru's brain. Ask Guru anything. Make sure you go over to that YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy points. It's a free sign up. Just click it. You're going to get access to all our great videos from every amazing contributor at fantasypoints.com and get over to fantasypoints.com. What are you doing? If you haven't signed up already, the best in the business projections, cheat sheets, DFS optimizers. Oh, by the way, fantasy points data, the most industry changing application that's ever come out. And you can get that at fantasypoints.com. If you need a code, save a few bucks, 
23 F.5. Just a little tip from your boy, Drake, there. As you go over and get ready to dominate your drafts. So, Guru, you ready to head off into draft sunset here, the final big weekend of fantasy drafts? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Um, I, I feel good about our takes, my positions. I do, though, sense some uh, chaos on the horizon, some unpredictable stuff that no one could ever get right. So uh, buckle up. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, not to prolong this show, but there's a lot of teams out there that have like two, three running backs out there. Detroit's got two. Dallas only has three. Uh, you know, uh, it was the Patriots. I don't think anybody plays for the oh, Patriots yeah. anymore. Fournette, yeah. Kareem Hunt. These guys are going to sign this week with somebody and screw up a backfield. It's going to be pretty chaotic um, at running back. Uh, even though the depth is better than usual, there's a lot of um, open-ended questions there. And then, you know, once we get past the top 100 players, it's like just make the best dart throws as you can because it's very top-heavy. You know, I do a 200 top 200 cheat sheet. First 100 players, really desirable. Next 100 players, whatever. Like, they're, they're all the same almost. So let's get those early picks right. Yes, light a candle, say a prayer, and crack a beer because uh, it's, a, it's a great draft weekend. Good luck to everybody out there. Thanks, John, for the time. Make sure you follow John on Twitter. Never call it X, at Fantasy underscore Guru. Give me a follow at Drake Fantasy. And we'll catch you guys next time for Ask Guru Anything. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com. Fantasy Points.